0: Alright, welcome back to the Canadian Gumball Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me tonight, none other than... The man himself, Podcast Brian. Brian, thank you so much for being here tonight. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. Brian, you've had a long day. I can tell you're feeling a little bit oh, wiped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Uh, everybody wants to know what's on your mind. I know I've gotten enough private messages to keep me busy for the next month <laughs> asking. You know, I, I like I like that people message me and they say, What is what does Podcast Brian think? <laughs> you know, glad you want to know my opinion too. Uh, but... People are always interested. You seem to have always some keen insights. Uh, we've certainly gotten a reprieve. I think if I'm going to just you know spell out the landscape for you, uh, they've decided that they're going to wait until the election, or at least that's what they're telling us right now. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on what's been happening? Um, I, I, with this government, who knows what's going to happen? I don't.
1: Uh, I don't think there's any reason to think that this is over. Um, I would not be surprised to be uh, to wake up one morning and find out that Trudeau's made a speech or Blair's made a speech, and they're gonna ban everything before the election. Um, they may be saying they're gonna wait till after the election now, just to to get us off our uh, our game, mm-hmm. uh, and that way, you know, we're not expecting it, and then we won't be in any position to do anything about it. And regardless of whether the uh, the election comes or not it doesn't matter if it's an order in council it's not legislation so it's it's just gonna, it's going to happen and, and the police will make it happen so um i, I don't see any reason to think that that's not going to happen however uh, maybe we lucked out maybe we've gained a little bit of time that's great uh, my advice to everyone out there is make sure you go out and buy an ar at least go out and buy an ar lower so that you're uh, registered um, and uh, vote uh, strategically make sure the Liber- liberals don't get any seats um so i mean i i I lean conservative and i i lean conservative because of all the parties they leave us alone the most with our guns um and again, we talk PPC and so on and so forth. But right now, the PPC are simply a drain on conservative votes. They're not electable. So, uh, you know, conservative is the way we have to go. And uh, But if you're in a seat that is going to go NDP uh, or it might go NDP or liberal, then go vote NDP and get get make sure the liberals don't get that seat. Because uh, we want to make sure the conservatives end up with a majority so they can repeal C-71, which they've promised to do. And, um, yeah and then we'll just see what happens we'll go from there
0: you know it's it's interesting i uh, i noticed the poll and i really don't pay too much attention to the polls i really i really don't because i i think that a lot of them are biased and i noticed i noticed in, in the poll something that i think would be of uh, of note and it should be important to all those people out there that still think that max bernie's got a running chance at this thing he barely registered as a percent and and that should be a clear indication of what he's capable of doing in terms of an impact. He could he could be just enough to relieve us of a few percent that might make the difference between a, you know, conservative majority. You know, like I mean like at the end of the day, I don't want to see us win, I want to see us win huge. Yeah. You know, I, I like I mean, I'm I'm still telling people every day. I mean, get out there, talk to your friends, family, colleagues, coworkers, Tell them why they should be voting conservative. I mean, bring it up in a subtle way. Don't just you know, walk up to them and say, you need to go vote conservative. That'll just have the opposite effect. But, I mean, if you sit down and actually talk with people about subjects that are other than guns. I mean, if you talk about, you know, taxation of business. If you talk about big business fleeing. If you talk about, you know, freedom of speech. If you talk about, you know, the media buyouts. You talk about the public embarrassment. I mean, shit. All you got to do is show some video clips of them him saying, um, uh, um, um, water bottle water something, bottle, box, carton. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, that that alone was enough to keep us occupied for a couple of weeks, I'm sure. You know, like, I mean, it, this this government has become uh, an enormous embarrassment to the Canadian public. We should vote them out for that simple reason alone. Oh,
1: yeah, guns, guns aside, it's a horrible government financially. It's a horrible government... Uh, uh uh, policy wise it's a horrible government on the immigration file it's a horrible government on the energy
0: file well, we got a pipeline now didn't you know yeah yeah right there's a climate it. crisis but well, we're putting through a pipeline well, now
1: you know and he's played all the sides of that and he's lied to the first nations and let's be fair everyone's lied to the first nations going all the way back and you know those people uh deserve better um i still think they got better with harper than they ever did with trudeau uh trudeau pays a lot of lip service but he lies and gives them nothing um you know uh effectively putting money where it can do some good is is the only route to anything and um uh, so you know it's it's um it's one of these things that uh is we consistently fail on and we have to get we have to get better so you know guns are our major issue and 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 of course very important um But there are many of there are many valid reasons not to reelect this government. So find your reason and make sure it doesn't happen and have more than one argument, you know, because people are going to challenge you on it. And they're going to say, well, look what Doug Ford's doing to Ontario. And look, you know, And it's like, well, if Kathleen Wynne hadn't run our province into the ground for the last 15 years, you know, maybe Doug Ford's moves wouldn't be necessary. But they are. So, um, you know, you don't have to like it. But you know, at some point, someone's going to come knocking at your door and saying you got to pay off your credit card bill, and that's where we're at. So, too bad. So sad. Uh, suck it up. You want to live high on the hog and and uh, you know, charge everything to the credit card. Then some, you know, the day's going to come where you have to pay it, and uh, that's where we're at now in Ontario. So, you know, let's just get this idiot out and uh, get a government in that is going to at least, at least leave us alone. You know, I've heard people say, "Oh, they got to repeal the Firearms Act, and you got to repeal this, and you got to repeal." It's not going to happen. There's no upside to it for a politician, so that that is not going to happen. But you know, we can come up with a set of workable rules that we can live with, so we can enjoy our sport and our and our hobby, and that's where we're going to be, guys. Like that's um, that, that's it. You know, the days of us uh, you know, walking around with uh, loaded uh, um, uh, semi-automatic military-style semi-automatics uh, as a, a expression of personal uh, self-defense rights—that's not going to happen in Canada. And anyone who thinks it is, it's just, it's just fooling themselves. So you have to be mature about this. You have to be realistic, and you have to look at it is, at, at it is, at what we want it to be. You know, I don't know if we want people to be walking around with that kind of firepower. It's, it's just not necessary. You know, yeah. uh, but we certainly could look at um, what some of our limitations are. Because I mean, I can tell you, if you're hiking the Rockies, you may want to be carrying something. You know, and. This jumping through hoops and having to get a hunting license and you know just just to carry a shotgun to protect yourself—it's just ridiculous.
0: Well, you know, you know I, I, a couple of things you. that you mentioned that I think are uh, worthy of revisiting. Uh, I spoke to a young gentleman today. I was at I was at my local Fortinos picking up steaks for tonight, actually. Nice. And and you know this this kid couldn't have been any more than 18 years old, and he's working behind the counter at the uh, meat section. And the subject of politics comes up. Believe it or not, uh, he he was genuinely interested, and in and, and throughout it all, he didn't seem to have a, a great deal of affection for the liberal government, and he wasn't he wasn't really you know loud and obnoxious about it. But he said, yeah, you know they don't they don't seem to be making a lot of sense, and I'm not liking some things. And then he went on to you know, mention Ford, and you could tell that Ford was being painted in a favorable light. And I stopped him, and I said the same thing that you did, which is, well, hold it. You know, if Doug Ford is making any cutbacks, I mean, you may or may not be a fan of Ford's. If Doug Ford is making cutbacks, it's the direct result of uh, Kathleen Wynne spending us into oblivion for the last eight years and the need uh, to cut back, to tighten our belts, to trim away the fat. And I mean, there's there's people that should have never had jobs. I'm sorry. Like I mean, when they well, create when they create a position out of nothing, uh, that, that is a draw on you know taxes. I mean, yeah, get rid of those spots, reassess, determine what you need and what you don't, and, and you know start from start from a safer point. You know, monetarily speaking, physically uh, speaking. Well, you know, when
1: Doug Ford got in, the first thing he did was he froze my pay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I want to make more money. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. But I understand why he did it, and I would rather have my pay frozen. Then see more money go into windmills to produce power we don't need at an exponentially higher rate than we need to pay. Yeah. So, you know,
0: like... And or pay people to take it from us. I mean, I, I've heard that we have to pay to have our surplus you know, given away, yeah. give away, which is ridiculous. I don't know why they wouldn't give it away to Canadians for free. I mean, if you got a surplus, give it away. Draw a lottery. Do something fun with it. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's a million things you could do rather than pay someone to take it. Uh, but, but ultimately though, you know, hey, we wash discuss- your dishes in the middle of the day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but he mentioned Ford though. And I, and I looked at him and said, like, do you realize that it's like, you know, like, do you have a kid brother? And he looked at me and he goes, yeah. And I said, well, like if your kid brother ran off with your mom's credit card and ran it up, what do you think would happen? You know, like, I mean, if you guys couldn't afford it, I mean, you'd be eating potatoes for a couple of weeks, right? Like, I mean, the truth is, is that they've ran up an enormous bill, yep. and and your generation is going to be the one that pays for it. Yep. I said, you guys don't understand what they're trying to sell you is bullshit. Yep. And, and when I looked at him, and he's looking at me, and he goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, like, he seemed receptive. Um, he wasn't closed-minded. He said, like, everybody in my class, you know, seems to get really wild about things like climate change and, you know.
1: Oh, uh, you mean you mean the lies you're being told? to justify high taxes so that people can buy your votes with programs. Because mm. that's all it is. And right? it, well, well, even, even, listen, we keep making the mistake about arguing over, over climate change. It doesn't matter whether climate change exists or not. It doesn't matter. So these people who throw that in your face as, you're a climate change denier, and yeah. they dismiss you, we are having the wrong conversation. The fact that higher taxes... Is not going to do anything about climate change, that's the argument that needs to be had. Yeah. So, um, you know, if someone said you got to pay more taxes because we had to clean plastic out of the ocean, I'm on board. Yeah, I know. I, I'd be fine with it. You know, I, I know yeah, you're build, fine build that Build that fleet of ships, go out there and clean the plastic out of the oceans, clean that shit up. Oh, I'm all supportive of that. I would have no. But the problem is. And they're charging us taxes for carbon credits and for, and, and, you know, carbon taxes. And they take this money, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're saving the planet. No, they're not. They're instituting needle exchanges and free heroin for users. And, you know, like every other friggin' pet project under the sun is being funded. And I don't – listen, many of you may have people who suffer from addictions. I'm not, I'm not minimizing that. What I'm saying is we're living a champagne lifestyle mm-hmm. on, a, on a welfare budget. That's what we're doing, and 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 the difference is going on to the credit card, and we don't have it, so, that's the deal, and uh, you know you don't get to you don't get to live a lifestyle like that when
0: you don't have the money. Well, I you know I told this young gentleman, I, I looked at him and said, look. Um, charging people more taxes isn't going to change the weather like if you want to have a, a conversation about climate change you're, you're absolutely right you know there's people that believe it's happening there's people that don't I had actually an interesting conversation with a young man today on the internet who said you know uh, you know that I need to educate myself as it relates to climate change because I'm making jokes about it no I, I actually I actually do believe that climate change is real but but not in the sense that they're talking about and uh, the way they find fearmonger I think I think that if the weather patterns are changing, it might be part of a natural cycle. Sure. And and I really don't believe that we as human beings have that significant an impact when you've got one volcano that erupts and throws more carbon into the atmosphere than human beings do over the last thousand years instantly. So really, what we're looking at is this: uh, is the government attempting? to dupe us into believing we're doing something to combat something we can see. You know, obviously things are changing and it's real easy when things are changing to believe, you know, uh, something coming from the government. And we want to believe the government. But when the government tells you that there's something terribly wrong and that we need to fix it and that now it's suddenly a climate emergency and and that the world is going to evaporate in 12 years or less if we don't start to charge you more taxes now. They've been been saying that since the 1970s. I know. know, It's ridiculous. And, 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 you know, is, is climate Climate change, real? You know, I, I truly believe that the weather patterns are changing. Do I think, though, that we as human beings are, you know, having an impact on that? Not really. But, uh, but, 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 Mark, even if we are, mm. paying
1: a tax is not going to change it. No. So that's the argument. So, climate change, climate change, climate change. Well, listen, the only thing that's going to change that is if the the Earth loses about half its population. And the other thing is that half the world, and and the, the you want to talk about privilege. Um, half the world doesn't live in the in the circumstances that we do. Yeah, and they tend to use a lot more dirty energy than we do, mm-hmm. and they have to go through that phase to get to the point where they can live like us and worry about whether or not their plastic cups are going into recycling or whether go- they're going into landfill. Yeah, because right now they're throwing it right in the damn ocean. Yeah, it's, they throw it right into the river and it goes right out to the ocean, it, and and that's. That is a real thing.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and, and the, there's the distinction I'd like to draw, all right, uh, to the public and, and to especially our younger listeners. Uh if, if there are parts of the world that are polluting like crazy, why don't we lean harder on them? I mean why don't we help them? Uh, if if Canada is contributing, you know, less than a fraction of a percent of the plastics that are going into you know the water, like I mean why
1: why but are why are we paying thirty percent taxes? 30% yeah, taxes? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. understand. Like I mean well, that's the thing, right? So I mean, like we we get rid of we get rid of one coal fired energy station and China puts up Fifteen, yeah. Uh, you know, in a day, they can produce more carbon than all of Canada can in a year. So, you know, um, you have to remember that we're uh, we're a winter country. We're winter eight months of the year. Yep. Um, we need heating. Yep. Um, and and it gets very hot in the summer. But you know, these kids who are out there uh, doing the climate emergency die-ins where they're lying on the streets with their little cardboard placards, Mm. I'll tell you, if they walked back to their school and the principal said, yeah, we're very worried about climate change, no air conditioning anymore open the da- open the damn windows yes i'll tell you those kids would be screaming the loudest yeah, about how absolutely. they're 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 having it such a hard go mm-hmm. everything is very very unfair this is the first generation that has had had uh, had, uh you know uh you know f- nice freezing classrooms all summer nice toasty warm classrooms all winter you know all the all the transportation they want to go to every every single thing um, you the, know
0: the the old schooler in me says that they're spoiled rotten quite yeah. honestly this is a generation and I hate to get down on the Millennials because you know what I know there's a lot of good kids in there too but you know what the ones you hear from are the ones that piss me off the most they're they're the most they
1: don't know and this is the thing mark we stopped teaching history properly yes. a long time ago so the kids have opinions but they don't have any knowledge they don't have any knowledge based on fact So you
0: know, and I'm sure there's somebody out there right now that's standing up on a chair saying you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and you know what, your generation screwed up the planet. Mine's gonna fix it. Like I, you know what, I listen. I I think that every young voice needs to be heard. I think that every young voice should also recognize that they don't know all that much in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Be on the planet for about 50 years, and then you can come talk to me. Uh, Beyond that, and and I'm not going to suggest that I know everything. I want to make it abundantly clear. Uh, Again, I believe that climate change is real. I think that there's a natural cycle occurring. Do I think that human beings have screwed up the planet. Uh, absolutely. We've done some things that are, are damaging. Uh, we've definitely polluted. We've definitely thrown a lot into our oceans. It's becoming clear that, you know, some parts of the world uh, really have been uh, completely irresponsible when it comes to taking care of the planet. And, and that needs to change. And you'll never hear me say, like you, uh, you know, that, that, that things couldn't be better, that we couldn't sure, treat the planet better. Sure. I absolutely believe that. So if anybody wants to paint me up to be a climate denier, you can go screw yourself. Well, and,
1: and, and, and frankly, let's be clear canada's doing a very good job we are we're doing a very good shit job. we you know what can, we canada is a is a carbon neutral country you never mind we, we produce we we neutralize more carbon than we produce we so, got forest yes we, we got, got forest, forest and we've got oceans so you know, you know and, everyone who says that we're producing blah 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 they can shut up because they don't know what they're talking
0: canada is <laughs> For- like a giant hepa filter forest. we've got more forest cleaning <laughs> Cleaning the I'm air than more anybody, more you know, what? we should we should actually be we should be given a buy, right? <laughs> we should be given a buy for for our contribution, uh, to the good to the goodness that goes on out there. Right? Like I mean, our, our forests actually, you know purify the air uh to the tune like i mean we've only got this little strip of population that runs along the u.s northern border when you most of our country is still you know very much uh, you know forest and rural and, and and you know all the people i know do what they can yep. you know they recycle uh, you know there's some question about you know whether or not that's even effective these days because i'm finding out more and more than half of the stuff that i've been putting into the blue boxes isn't even recycled which no, is really it's a disappointment it's going to land it, you know it's really disappointing because you know like, i i was separating you know bottles from caps and i was you know taking my milk cartons and then like pulling the cap off the top and putting it in the plastic. finding out it was really disheartening to know that you know like only something like 20 percent of what i've been throwing into the blue boxes is actually recyclable but and yet and yet you know they always seem to paint this picture that you know you're doing good things i really wish that they would paint a clearer picture And really, you know, tell people what's necessary to improve things here on this planet. But they're not; they're not. They'd rather sell you the idea that the world's going to end in 12 years, and that that they need those votes. That's really what it boils down to. They want to get back in power so they can continue to boost their programs, those social programs, these these ridiculous things. And I mean, and that's not to say that you know the uh, LGBT. Q community isn't important, but like I mean, like something things seem to permeate every yes, they negotiation. Buy your vote. They buy your vote. They, yeah, That's like, I, I, like, like I really feel bad. Like I mean, I, I have gay friends, and you know what? They're great people, and and thankfully, a lot of them are starting to see through what's going on here. Uh, some of the younger ones are buying in, but a lot of the older ones, uh, the ones that are over the age of thirty-five, are really starting to see. You know that the government is not their friend. They paint themselves up to be, but the truth is, is they're being used. They're being yes. used. They're being used. To to collect more votes to stay in power and and make no mistake about it to, to all the gay people out there that are listening right you will be thrown under the wheels of the bus at the first sign of trouble and at the first moment that you're not useful to them they they will dislodge from you and and they'll send you off well, it, it'll, it'll it'll all come down to where they think they're going to get their votes from So
1: if they find that their votes are going to come from perhaps some uh, segments of the population that are intolerant towards gay rights and they're going to get more votes there, then, then that's the way it's going to go. Absolutely, it's going to go to that. It's it, going to go that
0: route. It's totally know? a numbers game, and 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 you you actually brought that to my attention a long time ago, and really opened my eyes to what's happening here. Uh, numbers crunchers are sitting this down. This is a battle for votes. It has but nothing to do with public policy. But, but, it has
1: nothing to do with safety. It has nothing to do with anything. This is about votes. This is about maintaining power and having access to the government's credit card, to yeah. the government's credit. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is, Mark. Uh, no one cares about us and if anything a great deal of disdain is being shown towards us on all sides of the political spectrum, the left and the right. Uh, You know Catherine McKenna's comments about you know say it loud, say it often enough and the dummies will believe it and that, that right there. They're, they're not appealing to the right-wingers there. That's a direct message about what they think of the left. Yeah. Say it often enough, say it loud enough, and they'll believe it. And they'll believe and it. They'll believe and, it. you know... How the hell um, does
0: she stay? You know, I got to ask. You know, you and I are from a different generation where politicians that were caught speaking those kinds of words out loud would have been forced to in shame resign almost instantly well mark in our day the politicians were sleeping with Russian agents
1: and stuff that's that's what we you say <laughs> like it's a bad thing I that that was its whole its own thing too you know yeah, the, sure. the reality is we've uh, I'm too beautiful to be captured. (laughs) We we are demanding more of our politicians today because they're taking more and more and more of our income. And uh, they'd better bloody well spend that money properly. And right now, I don't know if if people know it, but but every month, every month, we're spending a billion dollars in Ontario on interest.
0: A billion billion dollars on interest.
1: So, you know, think about who that money could help and that is a product of social justice government um well we're going to build windmills whether we need them or not we're going to pay we're going to pay outrageous prices for energy whether we need to or not we're going to give that energy away whether we need to or not like that's that's what's going on so you know that's that's um that's what we're facing and and i think if i if i have advice for anyone uh is be smarter and and Try to look at everything from more angles and be very, very um, suspicious of everything you're being told because it's nonsense. You know, you know, as gun owners, we all know yeah. how they lie about the gun issue. Mm-hmm. We all know that. There's yeah. Everyone listening to this podcast knows how they lie to the general populace
0: about guns. Yes. So, well, 6 out of 10 Canadians up, want more gun control. You know that, apply right? Apply that. <laughs> apply that to everything well that's something that i've energy
1: immigration education health care everything absolutely now now that's how we're being treated and, as and, a
0: people and you know what and i think finally for the first time ever i think other politicians on the other side of the spectrum are finally seeing it because I they're being so. because they're being they're being subject to the same mistreatment
1: well <sighs> the, ND, the ndp is miserable because the last election was stolen off them okay. jack layton died and justin trudeau started talking like jack layton and all the ndpers voted liberal Right. The, again, the, the the we the conservative vote didn't collapse, the NDP vote did.
0: They right? fell on their laurels though, and no, they, no. they thought they had it in the bag. And quite honestly, we're not going to make that same mistake again. No, no, no.
1: It's it's got to go conservative, or the or the guns are gone. They're gone. Mm. We're going to be Australia. And
0: the, and so. this is and this is why I think it's so important to impress upon people uh, how how necessary. It is to speak to everybody you know And I, I implore everybody that's out there To get to your gun clubs To engage in conversation Especially with the older gentlemen That might not be using the internet uh, Guys, if you see them out there Don't be afraid, okay, to uh, walk up Ask a few questions about the guns they're shooting uh, I'm not going to suggest that you feign interest But I would suggest, though, that you Do what you can to generate conversation and then just ask in a very subtle way Do you know what's going on right now? Because a lot of the guys that are over the age of 60 Who aren't, uh, you know, internet. Internet users are really not not aware of what's happening. They're starting to now. I'm seeing a lot more people that are cluing in now. Certainly our demographics are changing on the uh, Canadian gumball. We're seeing a lot more people. That's great. Uh, uh, yeah, no, the, the 35 to 45 has jumped up substantially. 45 to 54 has jumped up. The 55 to 65 is growing fast, and I'm really pleased. I, I love it when I hear that, you know, a 77-year-old man has had his uh, 16-year-old grandkid sign him up on Instagram, which is really, you know, fascinating for me uh, to know that some people are actually getting on cell phones just to watch us. Like, I mean, it's grown that that much, and you know, the numbers don't necessarily reflect always uh, how many people are watching. That's the other thing. These are just the people that are following. Uh, a lot of people just go on the internet and Google the Canadian gun ball, which I love when I get contacted that way. Uh, you know, people send us emails and whatnot. It's, it's always exciting. But, but returning to your one comment, I, I think that's really important. Uh, you said, get out there and buy an AR or an AR-15 lower. I don't think it even matters anymore, and I think that people should really understand this, that they don't just want AR-15s or a specific set of guns. They did release a list of firearms, that if you examine it carefully, you can see that so many other guns, the cascade effect is is, is substantial. So many other guns can be derived from these ones that they've selected. And they, they, they've said you the know, like AR-15, uh, or was it, AR-10 and or any of its derivatives. And if you look at where that leads you, basically if they list eight guns, it really covers a mass of more like 200, right? And so if you think that you're safe because you've got an SKS, you're wrong. You're wrong. If you think that a detachable box magazine is going to be the last stop in this, you're wrong. You only need to look to Australia to see that it's going to be a never-ending cycle of, you know what, they're going to take the military-style firearms, and guess what? When it doesn't work, they're going to say, see, we should have gone further. And then they're going to take the next step down, and they're going to make those arguments that nobody needs anything right, that propels an object that could potentially be used against another person, and yet in all the same breath, they'll tell you that they need their armed guards that they need to have their armed personnel. Government is not anti-gun. They 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 are against guns. They're 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 against they're against the civilians owning guns. Which if you've been behaving like this government has been, I could totally understand why you might be a little bit nervous. Because uh, it's only in parts of the world before now, it's only in parts of the world where you see true dictatorships that I've seen this kind of behavior. They're pretty much doing whatever the hell they want. Well,
1: look at the breakdown of civil order all around the world. I mean, you're, Europe is in flames. Yes. Venezuela was one of the wealthiest countries in the, in, in the Americas and is now, you know, 2012 they gathered everyone's guns up, they were wealthy, but they, you know, we don't need guns, we want to get rid of crime, and then in 2015 they're teaching people how to cook their pets. You know, and and in 2019, they're running people down with armored cars. Yeah, you know, and uh, and if you, know, you think and, that it can't
0: happen here, folks, and it's all legal, it's, it's all legal. well, you it's know, all, yeah, you people know, people don't board. Yeah, so. and and this is the stage in the conversation that I'd like to uh, speak to the law enforcement members, EMS personnel that might be listening. Uh, don't be used, all right, by your government. Uh, you know, once upon a time. You know, Hitler's regime made it legal to exterminate Jews. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Right? just because it's the way they say it is doesn't mean that you should execute those rules now I'm not trying to incite you know any kind of riots here but the truth is is that you know it's been a long time I've, I've seen the administration of law enforcement organizations making their membership do things that they don't necessarily agree with and then for all the people out there that are you know anti-police who happen to be gun owners because they've seen you know, some of the transgressions over the years like high River uh, where you know obviously you know, uh, organizations like the RCMP have stepped over the line And we're never calling a task for it The truth is is that There's going to always be some dummy in a uniform That's willing to do what he's told I'm going to ask that the people out there That have still the ability To uh, think independently Start to question some of the things that they're going to be hearing Because if you know And a lot of them are gun owners too So word's circulating around the law enforcement communities I, th- these rules are ridiculous Toronto Police Association has spoken right out There is no merit in a handgun ban I truthfully believe that that's exactly why They've abandoned that for now uh, Do I think that they're still going to come after us In terms of central storage? Oh, yes, yeah. I yeah, yes I do Yes I do folks coming. People people have often said that you know, uh, you know We seem to have a few insights Some people have accused me of hyperbole Or speculative type behavior I, The truth is, is I really do believe That the agenda has always been To ban certain guns And to achieve central storage which you can make the argument once they've got all those guns in one spot right it's a it's a real easy step because ultimately if they ban guns, going around to collect them because there's always going to be people that uh, are resistant to the idea of having their property stolen because that's exactly what it is, all right? A change in law suddenly that something you've owned legally and legitimately for like you know up to 30, 40 years suddenly becomes illegal overnight and could you know threaten to throw you in jail, you know uh, you know something like that, you know that's not necessarily right and, and that's why they instituted grandfathering. A lot of people are operating under the assumption that they'll be grandfathered that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to make an effort to still try and contain us and control us and i think that they're going to do that in the form of central storage which i i don't know how it's even possible logistically but i still think they want it and they're going to try that and and i keep hearing murmuring about that at town hall meetings yeah
1: yeah. well and uh, the more it murmurs the the more people have had time to consider it. And they'll say, well, this is the this is the alternative. This is what we've come up with.
0: Well, rifles so. rifles would occupy a lot of space. Handguns would be a lot smaller. Uh, I've seen what happens when, you know, like guns come into the police station. They get loaded up into shopping carts, yeah, yeah. you know, to the point where they're teeming, you know, <laughs> uh, and falling out of the sides of them uh, in property. You know, you know I, I don't trust the government to take care of my stuff. I certainly yeah. don't want to have to check in with somebody, sign out a piece of my property in order to enjoy it. I mean, that's not really your property if you have to ask somebody permission to take it and use it. Uh, They are going to do their best to try and paint this up to be, you know, uh, horrible people that abuse our spouses. I think that that's the next move. They're really going to do their best to say that domestic violence and the use of firearms in domestic events is an ongoing and increasingly uh, dangerous issue. And and I really do believe that that's the path they're going to take. Then that's what's going to drive us towards central storage. And if you don't think it could happen because it's just not, you know, possible, you know, like you know, they did it in the '90s. Yep. Right? When I say that, like everybody said, well, they can't possibly ban these guns, and they did. And of course, a lot of people didn't comply, and those guns remain in circulation to this day. And, and ultimately, you know, uh, those people have to operate outside the law. And I've always, be, I've always said this, and I think it's really important that people, you know, understand this. I'll say it again and again and again. Instituting bans actually creates a much more dangerous situation, right? When you take property uh, without any kind of justifiable reason from people, There's always going to be some resistance. And when people resist and hide their firearms, and I'm not suggesting that anybody do this because I can't endorse breaking the law. But when people actually don't comply, keep their firearms and operate outside the law, it's only a matter of time before those firearms might enter into the black market. And then they're going to hand they're going to end up in exactly the wrong hands the ones that they're not supposed to be in. And why? Because you decided to try and take them away from the good people. I have no problems with good people having guns. I don't have any problems with police having guns, Right? I, I think that if you actually knew that police were three times more likely than legal gun owners to break any kind of law, right? you might have a different opinion about it, right? The truth is, is that legal gun owners have never been the problem. They know that. We gotta stop having that argument. It's ridiculous. Right, I think we need to shift gears, folks, and we have to go with no. You can't have them. All right, we obviously stood up, and we all bought AR-15s, well, and that sent a clear message. You know, and
1: we need to support the people that are going to support our rights. So that's, I think, that's the root. That's mm-hmm. the, you know, we're we're here to do everything above board, and to, you know, this is our version of a protest. This is yeah. to say, you know, we're here, we're going to be counted, and we're not insignificant, and yep. you're not going to take our property and and we're going to do that by making sure that this government never sees the light of day so I-
0: my, my, you know what? My hashtag is nothing left of the left. Yeah. I, that's what I want. And for all those people out there, those keyboard warriors that are saying, Mo and Labe, come take it, you know, and they get all rambunctious online. I know your feelings on the subject, Brian. I can tell you right now. Uh, don't do it online because they're going to use that against you, yeah. right? That will be exactly the kind of thing that they levy against you when it comes time for your license renewal, perhaps. Uh, maybe once, once C-71 completely passes and receives a royal assent, they're going to start to reexamine things and go into social media and look at how you behaved online that could have an impact on whether or not you get to retain well, your we, license we are
1: far more dangerous and influential when we advocate for the government we want so that's that's where we do our battle yep. and 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 you know so volunteer donate money donate till it hurts yep. donate the cost of a gun yeah. donate the cost of an AR15 if you if you got to spend is it worth fifteen hundred bucks to you to not see the Liberals in the next time round? It's worth it to me. Yeah. You know, you may not have fifteen hundred bucks. Maybe maybe you don't have a thousand. Or maybe you wanted to buy something with it. Give it to your, give it to your your representative and tell them why you're doing it. Yeah. And and let the other party know what you're doing. Yeah. Send them a nice email. Yeah. Today I donated thousand dollars to the Conservative Party. My uh, my member of Parliament is going to be so and so in my in my area. I'm doing this because I find your treatment of law-abiding firearms owners to be completely beneath contempt and unacceptable um i want you to know that i will do everything within my power to ensure that your representatives uh, no longer hold any positions in parliament and i will be advocating against the senate as well and you know and, and that's the stuff that terrifies them yep. that's what they understand they understand emails and letters and and not having their jammy job in in the uh, in parliament so you know let's let's make them the party of the past and uh, let's get something in that we can work with, and then and then we can talk about, you know, do we need to see the law change to, um, uh, uh, you know, allow us to own private property because we don't have that right now, yep. um, and uh, you know as well uh, perhaps some modifications to some of the classifications or the ATTs or whatever it is, whatever it's going to be and and the repeal of C71. But um, you know that that's the way we're we're gonna move forward, and that's how we're gonna win this.
0: Yeah. So let's just do it. And, and for the people out there that are listening, again, you know, if you want to get all militant, there really isn't any place for you on my page. Uh, I'm I'm not down with the program that we're gonna start. Talking about stringing up politicians, anything that sounds even remotely like violence, uh, you will be dealt with very quickly. So please, uh, do your best to uh, make intelligent, composed arguments. Uh, again, you know, to echo Brian's sentiment, I think it's really important that the uh, the shots that are going to be fired here are going to come through our votes. And definitely, this is a propaganda war. I think that we got to get out there and we got to do what we can to debunk the myths in an intelligent way. Uh, we got to hit the forums and uh, definitely get into the areas that are a little more liberal in nature, for the people out there that think that it's a good idea to continuously preach to the choir. I'm gonna suggest at this point that we branch out, that we get into the areas that are not typically comfortable for us, and we have those difficult conversations. I think it's really important that we do that in an effort to change minds. Take take a non shooter shooting. Yeah, that's always a good idea, folks. I've told you uh, time and time again, make this summer the summer of taking your friends out because if uh, things continue the way they are uh, unchallenged, it may be your last. Anyway, Brian, thank you so much for being with us here on the show tonight. Thanks for having me, Mark. All right, always a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.